Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. The food supply isn't actually being impacted. We have plenty of food in the pipeline. There's not food shortages. What we're seeing is a disruption in demand. And so it isn't that the supply itself is being disrupted. We still have as much food as we expected to have this time of year. What's really changing is how people are shopping in very, very different ways and stockpiling and uh, increasing purchases of food. And so what we're seeing when you see some empty shelves in grocery stores is just that the demand is outpacing the normal supply. So the supply is normal. We have plenty of food in the system. And in fact, Many producers are actually increasing the amount of output to meet this current demand. But what we're really seeing is a shock in demand, not a shock in supply. So I think one of the things that we're seeing is that since people are demanding quite a bit more food in the grocery stores and different types of food as well, the grocery stores and basically food suppliers throughout the supply chain are having to scramble to meet the new demands. And so I think there's a couple things to be aware of. First is that, yes, there are people who are buying more than they need. There are people who are stockpiling. We're trying to discourage that as much as possible because there is plenty of food to go around. There's plenty of food in the supply chain. What we are seeing, though, is that grocery stores are having to take on different demands as restaurants are ramping down operations, many of them going only to delivery or closing their doors entirely for a period. And so what we've seen is that most people in normal times spend more food dollars outside the house than at home. Now what we're seeing is that people are taking the dollars that they would normally spend at restaurants and trying to divert those calories to actually consuming them at home. And so we are just seeing a change in where people are buying their food. Grocery stores are having to adapt and take up that slack. So that's one of the big dynamics that you're seeing is that they have to just adjust for a shift in demands in where people are buying their foods as cafeterias and schools and places that people would normally shop outside the home are no longer available options. I think one of the big things that have a potential at the end of this epidemic is there to be a lot of potential food waste. As a normal rule, Americans waste between 30 and 40% of the food that is produced in the agriculture system. And so one of the things to really be thinking about throughout this pandemic is how to keep food waste at a minimum. Because when you waste food, you waste money. And so from a household level, I think every household is a bit different. Lots of people are eating leftovers and other things that they might not necessarily always do. But one potential caution is buying things that you don't need or don't think that you're actually really ever going to consume. So one thing that we've seen is increases in dried beans and canned meats and seafoods and other shelf-stable foods. And certainly that is natural to stock up on pantry items. But just as an example, if your family doesn't like beans, you've never made beans, and you have no interest or desire in making dried beans, chances are that might go to waste in a few months when all of this is over. So I think it's important for consumers to, first of all, really think about what the needs of their households are. Make a shopping list 
make a plan, go to the grocery store with a list in mind, with some flexibility in it, because not every item you have on your list may be available, but certainly there will be food available for you. Make a list, try to stick through it, and remember that this isn't for forever. You don't have to stock up on a year's worth of food. So while buying some you know, shelf-stable pantry items makes sense, certainly you can still buy plenty of fruits and vegetables and normal grocery shopping behavior, just being mindful of keeping waste low. It's incredibly important that shoppers follow social distancing guidelines and whatever recommendations we get from health officials. We are not experiencing food shortages and our, our food stocks remain high. Our grocery store personnel are essential personnel, as are all of the individuals throughout the supply chain. And so in order to keep our shelves stocked and in order to keep our food supply strong and robust, we need to keep the health and safety of workers in the system as a priority. And so thinking through all the social distancing guidelines, reducing crowds, and certainly being respectful and mindful of the workers stores who are trying to get products out to the shelves as quickly as they can is of utmost importance. Online shopping definitely has the advantage of reduced contact with others. And so I think where it is available, online shopping is a great option to take advantage of. We're seeing a lot of smaller market stores, privately owned stores, starting to offer online or call-in shopping options. And if that's available to you, I definitely encourage that you do it. That said, I think most of the systems are designed for smaller volumes. And so initially, there may be some difficulties either scheduling appointments or as these smaller stores are doing this for the first time, there might be some glitches. I'd say just be patient if you're using these options. And certainly, I think the stores and, and the entire supply chain is working furiously in order to adapt to the changes. I think when it comes to environmental impact, the big ones are going to be how much food waste is generated at the end of this process. I think there's, there's a couple of potential issues. One is since we are changing demand patterns, that we actually do consume all of the types of food that we're, we are purchasing and that there is a plan to actually use those rather than just having them in our pantry a year from now, realizing that we don't want that anymore. So I think from a household level, being mindful of foods we actually will eat is important. From the food supply perspective, one of the things that food producers are struggling with is trying to figure out what will long-term demand be. So they don't want to overproduce a particular commodity only to realize that people were stocking up for two weeks and then demand drops off. And so they're concerned about having potential gluts of different food products in the market. And so that's certainly one of the things that food suppliers are concerned about, especially for things that are more perishable or have a shorter shelf life. And then finally, I think one of the, the things to be thinking of are earlier in the supply chain and our agriculture system. When we look at things like berry harvests or other kinds of food products where food workers end up being in fairly close proximity to each other. Certainly social distancing guidelines will happen throughout the supply chain. And so potential commodities such as berries and other fruits that may have workers come into closer contact, they may need to reduce the amount of density and which could affect harvest and, and food loss and those kinds of things. 
So there's lots of different things throughout the supply chain, but I think from a consumer level, the big thing to be thinking about is what your household actually will consume, sticking to the list and making sure you don't make purchases that you'll just end up throwing out later. If you go to the grocery store in the next week or two and there is a shelf that's empty, it doesn't mean that shelf is going to be empty forever. It's just that the grocery chains are trying to meet demand and meet unprecedented demand. And so they will be restocking that shelf soon enough and there's plenty of food for everyone. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.